Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Okay, this is the Korean movie. And Into the Mirrors is more like a ghost story with a mystery self around it. Great story, awesome movie into the thriller ghost theme. It's, it's not a disappointment. You got your killing scenes, you know, but it's like simple killing scenes, just like, like, like a Korean horror movie. Not Japanese or Chinese. I'm talking about a Korean horror movie. It's, it's done in a classy way, in a classy style, you know. Um, I think the goriest scene probably would have to be the um, piece of cutting scene at the intro. But the movie is awesome. And as for the remake, let's talk about the remakes to Mirrors. Okay, I saw this one from On Demand on cable, so I can't give you my review on the special features like the deleted scenes and alternate ending, because I haven't seen it yet, because I was on a long wait list from the video store. So I said, ah, fuck it, I rented On Demand. So, the point is, I'm comparing the original to the remake, I was not disappointed with the remake. They're both fucking good. As for the remake, with Kiefer Sutherland Mills, they took the concept of the original and changed it around a lot, keeping a little bit of the style of the original in it, but a lot of it was from a remake. They kept it as their own. They made the movie as their own. As the Mills, I don't want to ruin the remake concept of it, but in a way it's like a little spoiler, so turn off the clip if you're not into spoilers. The remake is more, same thing like the original, is more spiritual. Um, has a very heavy storyline, a lot of drama, but it's very gory, of course, we know about the bathtub scene and the neck cutting scene. Um, the remake also added another element, that, that added a demonic element, not only a ghost element, but a demonic element to it. So, pretty much the origin of the story about the fire in the mall, is, that's the beginning concept, is the same, but after that, the remake took the original but made it their own way so added some new stuff to it that the original original did not have. So like I say, Into the Mirrors, original Korean version. I think the movie came out in two thousand and three. Own it or buy it. Because it's worth it if you're a fan of those Asian horror movies. As the remake, definitely buy it. It's good. I know a lot of people giving it bad reviews and the other people giving it good reviews. As for my reviews, I love the movie. It's fucking awesome. And trust me I'm not a fan of these remake movies, I mean, I'm fucking tired of it, but to me it's like this, if you could carry it as your own, and if you could make it good as your own, why not? Because, like I said, Mirrors is a prime example, the grunge, I would say part 2, of course part 2 is different than the Japanese grunge too, Jinho, whatever, that was also good, and there is a part 3 coming out to DVD, so in the future I'll review that when it comes out in the video stores. But right now, like I said, Mirrors, original Mirrors remake, own both of them. It's awesome.
Hey, I'll be talking about the movie Jalusium or Jalusium with a Z. I know I'm saying the title wrong, I always do. But you know what I mean, besides I'm showing the poster anyway. Um, I, I, I remember seeing the trails for this, and you know, it's one of those found footage POV style movies, and you know, you you have your on and offs with it, you know, like, like I wasn't sure if I'm going to watch this shit, you know, but um, actually I had, actually had a chance to watch it, and um, I actually liked the movie, I thought it was good in my opinion, you know, for a POV style movie, I like, I like a lot, I like, actually I see so many of them, um, even my, even the guy who created this YouTube channel page, DVD Movie Buffer, um, he, <laughs> wow, um, even he talks about a lot of them here too, you know, but this is me talking, the fucking Bronx boozer people, um, I, I like the movie, you know, I mean, it, it, the only problem is, I say it stretches to the 48 minute mark, I would say, when you get to the good parts of the movie, I would say, um, to the horror elements, I mean. Um, the movie's about these two girls, you know, two young ladies, they probably go to Tel Aviv, and they met this guy, and they had to go to Jerusalem instead, and there's a prophecy about Yom Kippur that pretty much the, the gates of hell were open, you know, it's like three gates, and one will open in Jerusalem, which happened, but you know, like, most of the 48 minutes is just, is just the girls at a party and having fun. Enjoying life, they meet these two good-looking guys, you know, and you know, they enjoy life, you know. One of the guys decided he saw signs that pretty much he saw something's not right, and and you know, you got a couple of cast of characters. There've been some situations. The one of the, the lead lady. Um, also, let me tell you, like I said, like I mentioned, it is like a POV found footage style movie, right? We gotta mention her in the beginning part of the movie. There's two. There's another beginning part of the movie about. These Vatican priests and they discover something, like like a, a exorcism going wrong pretty much. But besides that part, after that, the point is about these two young ladies. Um, I've got to mention the father of the lead actress, um, giving her these Google glasses with a camera on it, and that's how the whole movie's gonna be shot with with, with those glasses. So it's kind of like being based on what she's seeing. So like, and it goes out throughout the whole movie. I thought it worked it well in my opinion. I mean, actually, I thought it worked great. We get opinions. I thought it worked great. Cause you could feel, you could really feel her, her her point of view of where she's headed at. And I know we've seen this before with um the VHS trilogy. You know, nothing new. But I thought Jalousium um did it much better, in my opinion. But anyway, once we get all that fun factor going on, that the girls enjoying themselves with Jalousium, um, forty eight minutes from the movie mark. We am getting this mysterious attack going on in the city, kind of like Cloverfield style, you know, like you people's wondering what the hell's going on. Um, does do you see the the um, the young man who's assist who's an assistant in the hotel, telling the two ladies, you know, with the military people coming in, saying something's not going, something's going on. We have to go to the gates to get out, and you start seeing these images like these demons with the wings. And then you see another image of this giant, you know, like a giant attacking the city, what it looked like. And that's supposed to be like a Nepalium, you know, like, I think Nepalium was supposed to be like giant angels. You know, pretty much like the prophecy of, of the angels coming from the ground. These angels do not come from the sky, so pretty much the the dark, like demons, pretty much, yeah, like dark angels with wings coming out. 
And also, like, if you get attacked by them, you get to become a, a, a demonic angel also. So it's pretty much like you can have that zombie effect, pretty much. Anyway, while they found them went to the gate, the the lady, the lead actress, decided to go to the mental asylum to tell them, hey, we got a free cat. I think his name was Kevin. Like, you got free. She wants to free the man that she that she was with, you know. And in one of the scenes, the guy kind of predicted the prophecy, like he's saying that, oh, we got to get out of here, something's not right. And in one of the scenes in this movie, they put him into a mental asylum. We thought he went Jerusalem crazy, pretty much. But that's how it. That's how it was. That's how, how that's. That's how he came to came about when when that guy went to the mental asylum. But the lady wanted him free, you know, and she went on. The military guy decided to like we gotta leave her, forget about it, and she got she kind of free him with the key while the demons are running around the mental asylum. Anyway, while they run, they caught up with their friends. Um, the hotel manager had an idea that when he was a kid, he used to smuggle some stuff underneath a cave. And spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I'm gonna do some spoilers, by the way. So, be warned. Um. They decided to go underneath the cave, which is a bad thing because, you know, that's where the demons are pretty much from, you know. Remember, it's the, the gates of hell. Where you think where the gates of hell will be, not from the sky, from the ground. So, they pretty much, it's, you kind of get to get your catacomb cave moment. Kind of like, um, what's that movie, Above, So Below or something, you know, that came out two years ago, I think. Some shit like that. Um, anyway, they, they got to go underneath the cave trying to get out the gates. Go underneath the gate so they can get out the city. Um, one of the, the girl's best friend ended up being affected by the demon because of the scratch mark. And, you know, slowly she will attack the um, people around her that's going underneath the cave. Then you're going to have some demon attacks. And um, as the movie progresses, you get spoilers. First of all, you're going to get the, the love interest in the movie that the main girl liked it. Going through the underneath, going closer to closer to the tunnel. And there was a scene when the demon came this close to the girl, and you be wondering how come the demon's not attacking, you know? And it's it, it's like right off the back, it's really obvious why the demon didn't attack her, because it's gonna lead up to the twist ending. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. The twist ending is that the, while the guy finally got out the gates with the girl, the slowly the girl ended up becoming a demon herself too, you know? And then she spread her wings, and she still have the Google camera glasses on her, and the wings. In the demon form with the Google glasses, she's flying above the ground, looking at the city of Jerusalem, and you see the helicopters that going through the city, and you start seeing all these um black, like black like pigeons like flying above the like coming out the ground, which is pretty much the demonic fallen angels coming out of hell, pretty much, which is pretty obvious, you know. Um, all in all, I thought this movie was good. I actually enjoyed it. Like I said. It wasn't bad for POV found style, found for a style movie. I really did enjoy it. Um, the only problem is people might not like it because it stretches to the forty-eight minutes to to get to where to get to the hard elements of the movie. But um, you know, I I feel like it was good. You know, it gave it gave me like it, it took me back during the Cloverfield moments. You know, like how the Cloverfield movie is. You know, like the first one, which I enjoyed the Cloverfield movie a lot. Also, let me say that. You know, so I I kind of had that. Brought back, you know, and I kind of like the actors and actresses in this movie. They were likable, so they kind of stretch it for me to deal with them for the next 48 minutes, you know. But, um, yeah, Jerusalem, so if I say the name wrong, give it a chance if you like. Anyway, peace, guys, and see you later. And, um, I, if I was right, I think it's actually based on a comic book. 
I know it was a movie that came, I think this movie came out two years ago, if I'm corrected. Um, I know I wanted to review it. Um, I was planning on buying the DVD or Blu-ray for it, but, you know, my budget is different now, you know. I, I love to save money. And I usually watch movies mainly on, mostly on cable, The Magic of Roku, and sometimes Hulu if I don't have cable TV no more. But, um, I still have Netflix, so, yeah. Got those cool Netflix series coming out. But mainly, yeah, my I, my movie viewing style now is re, re, relying on digital media pretty much, <laughs> and I gotta make sure it's a movie that I really want to see, and hopefully it's good, you know. But without a doubt, this movie I'm talking about, Kids Rain, is really good. Highly recommend this one. Rated R, great action. Yeah, there's blood in this movie, and it, it's like if James Bond was rated R, it could have been this fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? It's James Bond later on because I don't see the newer James Bond. See, me, I'm more like a Tim Timothy Dalton guy, you know. Even though he only did two movies, but you know he was the best James Bond in my opinion, and I like to I like those two movies he did. Of course, Roger Moore and Sean Connery I grew up with, you know. But besides that, The Kingsman is another spy movie, similar to like a James Bond type, you know. Like he got the cool gadgets, totally kick ass. But you know what? He's about these older spies recruiting the younger generation take over for them and you know what there was a spy um, this man protected a spy from getting blown up and um, he sacrificed himself in the beginning of this movie he found out that guy has a son and the spy that he protected visit the family and visit the son and told the son to hold this medallion this medal you know that belongs to his father and call this number Years later, the boy grows up, he get, a visit, he get a visit from the spy guy, and pretty much tells him the story of his dad, of who he is, you know, like, like you know, about his dad, to make him more aware of who he really is, you know, about, be more aware about who his dad is. And, you know, pretty much he wants to be a new kinsman, be part of the kinsman group, but he has passed a training test with the other, with the other kinsmen who want to be students. And meanwhile, you also got the villain in this movie played by Sam Jackson. Talks like fucking Mike Tyson, by the way. But you know what? I kind of like it, though. You know, something different. Come on, Sam. I like Sam Jackson as a villain in the angle. That was some fucked up shit, though. But, but besides that, <laughs> but um, Sam Jackson with his right, right, with his right woman sidekick with the two blade knife. Um, he has a plan to mind control people by killing himself. Destroying each other so they have less in the population. That's Sam Jackson's ultimate plan, and you got the kinsmen will have to um, stop Sam Jackson. But meanwhile, this movie's gonna rely more on this young kid about him becoming a kinsman, and he gotta go through these tests. And then uh, once he gets to the final test, he fails. You know the test, and there's a reason why he fails. But as the movie progresses later on, it's gonna have the kid realizing that. That, that he wants to be part of this, he wants to jump in when, when he found out one of his kinsmen, let's just say, got hit, let's put it like that, and he pretty much wants revenge, pretty much. So it's up to the last three kinsmen to team up and stop Sam Jackson from continuing his plan. Um, we're spoiling way too much, I mean, I thought the action was fucking great. Um, the blood, the storyline for this movie was good. I Like I said, I never read the comic books, if I mentioned that. But I did like the movie, so let's put it like that. Um, I hope they do a Kinsman 2. I'll definitely like to see who's going to be the next villain. And of course, you got to have your your James Bond 
style ending when he gets with the woman. Kinsman also went that route with it too, and I thought it was pretty cool how they set that up. So, Kinsman, I highly recommend it. Please check it out. And you know what? I might have some budget in my money left to buy the DVD for myself, you know? So, yeah, because I really did enjoy the movie like that. Hey everyone, sorry about that, I'm enjoying this ice cream I'm having. Um, I just finished watching a movie, one of those very Asian adult movies. I maybe you one two of them before, but um this one is called um Kung Fu Cop Fighter. Oh by the way, my name is DVD Movie Buffer, if anybody don't know. Um anyway, this movie Kung Fu Cop Fighter, of course is about is that there's a lot of TNA, a lot of sex scenes, and this is an old movie, I would say from the eighties. Like the early 80s or maybe the early 90s, I would say. And, um. Excuse me. So, anyway, we'll just. Again, this movie is about a, a duke, an evil duke that rules the land. And he kidnaps women, especially virgins that he likes the most, and disrespects them, you know. Um, there's a lot of. There's a torture scene in this movie. But the prom, but the Duke's reign ended when he kidnaps the wrong woman and disrespects her. Later on, she becomes a ghost, but her her lover also goes after the Duke for what he did for kidnapping his woman, teaming up with the old man as they go up against the Duke and his evil um, clan, like the thugs, and of course an evil sex monk. Yes, there is a sex monk in this movie, and also an evil sorceress also. So check this movie out, Kung Fu Cop Fighter. Um, I'm going to do an uncut version of this movie, of this review, on my Ning.com site. So this is going to be the clean version review, but check the uncut version review on the Ning. So anyway, DV Movie Buffer saying over and out. And I'm sorry I'm taking long because I'm eating this guy's cream, you know. Hey, strawberry chocolate stro and vanilla, excuse me. Mm. Talking about the movie Live Evil. Um, I'm not sure if this movie's out on DVD. But I was able to watch this movie on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, check out Love Evil on Watch Instantly on your PC or on your television box, however you do it, or PS3 or whatever video game system. Um, Love Evil is totally awesome. I love this vampire action movie, and it's about this um, priest with samurai sword that goes around killing vampires, and he's hunting for these four Pacific vampires for revenge. I don't want to ruin too much with this movie, but it has a great twist ending. Making a double twist ended. You have vampire babies, very bloody, very gory. And for you guys and gals that like this type of stuff, there is nudity in this movie also. And of course, Tiffany Shepard's making a little guest appearance in the movie. Anyway, Live Evil, check it out on your Netflix. If you have a DVD release of this movie, let me know about it. I'll be reviewing Hercules from 1983 with Lou Ferrigo. And again, acting horrible, you know what? You love, gotta love it. As you always, and um, action action scenes are awesome. And Hercules, of course, created by Zeus, comes down to Earth as a little light, possessed the baby with super strength, just like just like the original story, but with a different take on it. As Hercules battles robots, battles Kid Menos so he can save his woman, and um, find out who he is, you know. And all in all, um, he. The movie's good. I actually enjoyed enjoyed it. It's not a bad movie. A lot of people be, be, be a known bad mouth in it because of 
because it's Hercules, it's a new take on it. I mean, to me, it's like this. If you like the 80s version of Flash, go on it, then you definitely would like this movie. Um, Hercules Rock, check it out, 1983. And this was The Adventure of Hercules. And again, awesome light show. I would say this has more light show in this movie than the Sinbad one and the Hercules Part one put together. And of course, this time you got the gods, stole um, seven thunderbolts from Zeus. And now Zeus hired hi Hercules to get them back. But he hired him, he, he ordered, he made sure he's Zeus, what the fuck I'm talking about. Zeus said Hercules get the thunderbolt back. And while this is going on, you got the gods decided to bring back Ken Menos to stop Hercules, of course. Ken Menos have his own plan as the man with the science going to betray the gods and stop Hercules, by the way. Of course, we got this big action scene, a lot of action scenes, a lot of weird monster scenes. Action, again, is good. Acting hard as usual, but you know what? Again, it's not meant to be taken seriously. It was meant to have fun, and the movie was fun. And um, so pretty much that's what it's about, Hercules. Get the Thunderbolts back, stop Kid Manos, and it's a good movie, The Adventure of Hercules. Talking about Sinbad of the Seven Seas. And this is one one out of three, we're going to call this the Luferigo special because Luferigo did these actually fantasy movies. And I remember as a kid I grew up around them and I was so happy that I did like them. It, it was cheesy and, and camp, very corny. And the acting was corny, but you know, not corny in a bad way, corny in a good way. But she's a guy I love Luferigo, man. Fuck that shit. You know, um, Sinbad of the Seven Seas is going to be one out of three special. Of course, the next two is going to be Hercules and the Adventure of Hercules with Luferigo. So be on the lookout for two blocks after this one. Anyway, um, Luferigo plays Sinbad, fights the evil Javar, the evil sorcerer Javar. And of course, this is based on the tale of Sinbad, by the way, so we all know the deal. Um, Javar captured the kingdom, captured the princess. They have four four jewels that protect the kingdom, but Javar separate them into different parts of the island. So then Luferigo and his crew, excuse me, Sinbad and his crew will have to go to these different islands to get the gems back so they can stop Javar and so his powers can be weakened. While going through that journey, they face all these characters, all these different monsters and weird characters. And you, one thing you gotta like about those three movies, Sinbad and the Hercules, after this one review, by the way, they have wonderful light shows, man. <laughs> Good old-fashioned 80s light show, man. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know? So anyway, I did enjoy this movie. I love the action. I love the special effects, the old-school special effects, man. You can't beat that. The monsters were real cool. The storylines were nice. You know, it was a nice storyline. Hero save, Hero save the princess. Hero saves the kingdom. Stops the big bad, which is Javar. Anyway, peace, bye, and check out Sinbad of the Seven Seas, and get ready for my next two reviews with Lufa going them. Hey, guys and gals. Um, wow. Today's my first audio commentary for 2016 with my new character. And, um, actually, I just did a video version with the green screen, actually, which I had no plans on getting back on. But, you know what? I won't make a habit out of it too much. I'll be on and off with it. Um... But besides that, this is, I'll still do commentary on and off, so, you know, let's leave it as that. Um, I'm going to talk about the movie Lucky Bastard, and um, this is a movie I can't see in a long time ago, but I just felt like it was hype. 
And guess what? It is hype. Because to me, it's bullshit. It's like, seriously? Come on. I mean, okay, the acting was good, but still, it's bullshit. I mean, uh, it's about this porn production, right? And the guy had a, had a website called Lucky Bastard when he could hire amateur fans of porn stars to be in the porn movie and fuck their favorite porn stars. You got one porn star, she's like all political and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh great, we need porn stars to talk political. They have standards. Just fuck the guy and call it a day. But um, the scene kind of got mishap when the guy just come real fast. And people were making fun of him and... The woman don't want to go through with the scene because she felt like that was crazy and stuff. And guess what? The guy was fucking crazy anyway. What makes this movie, like, really fucking stupid? And if you people like this movie, fuck you. Because this movie is fucking stupid, okay? It's not even an opinion. It's not even... It's just a fact, okay? Alright, you're going to have some amateur guy that you just met on the fucking internet. The fuck... A, a professional porn star. Like, it's not even amateur porn. It's like... You're going to have an amateur guy to be in a professional production without doing a really, really good background check on the guy, you know, and make sure he gets tested. Yeah, I mean, he may have the paperwork, but you know what? Anything could happen behind the scenes outside of the production. Like, shouldn't you have him tested in one day under your watch? I mean, come on, you don't know if he has HIV. Like, you don't know what goes on behind the fucking scenes outside of the porn industry. Fuck it, I know, because... Let's just say I have a bad history myself. But, um, it's, it's, it's like stupid though, man. Anyway, like I say, the guy comes so fast. The girl there doesn't want to go with the porn, in, porn scene with the guy. And she's like telling the boss, like, you know what, I don't want to go through with it. The boss kind of supports her and decided. And, and this is me just fast forwarding the story because I just want to get to the fucking point. Um, he said, he, the guy's, the Asian guy, he told the Asian guy to drive the guy home. And the guy got mad. He wants the hard drive. He wants the tapes pretty much. You know, that's all he wants. But then the guy that cannot get it up for the girl, like he come too fast, um, killed the Asian guy. He said, go back to the house and start killing people and holding people hostage. And it ended up becoming like a home invasion type of thing. And, you know, start torturing people in different ways. Mostly it's gunshots. You get your penis dildo abuse from a from a guy on guy um and you know it just leads up to with the with the stalker guy talking to the porn star one on one at the end of it and you know the the movie's just stupid it's just I don't want to ruin the ending but you know the movie's just stupid and dumb and um I mean yeah you have your sex scenes you have nudity but it's not like hardcore I heard that I mean the version I saw was NC-17 um, I saw this online, though. I saw the Blu-ray version. Trust me, like, I'm gonna waste my... M- Blu-rays are so fucking expensive. Even DVDs are expensive now. I'm not gonna waste my money on this piece of shit, okay? Fuck that. If I wanna waste my money on this, I just watch real fucking porn, okay? Trust me. And I got a lot of real porn that is really good. You could all just check my porn reviews, you know? Sorry that some of, that some of them are incomplete reviews, but, you know, you get the picture, you know? But still, this movie is a fucking garbage. Please see the shit for free by any means necessary. As for the porn star, she was she was alright looking but she wasn't like all that. I mean, come on. Asa Akira? That's all that. That I would rather see her in this fucking movie. I might make an exception. Fuck it. I just might, might fast forward the scenes with her in it only. But anyway, peace guys and see you later.